Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Sabrina Steerwalt, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. Today's episode is brought to you by a new podcast, Better at Everything. Change is hard. You want to run a marathon, get a promotion, win the Nobel Prize. Whatever it is, it's a lot to take on. But there's a new podcast from Macmillan that can help. It's called Better at Everything. Season one is hosted by Peter Ludwig and Adela Scheicher, authors of The End of Procrastination. Using research from over a 100 scientific studies, they'll teach you why defeating procrastination will help you develop a sense of purpose and live a happier life. Listen to Better at Everything wherever you get your podcasts. That's Better at Everything. Around the holidays, we tend to like to gather for holiday parties, family get-togethers, and end-of-the-year work functions. These gatherings often mean delicious food especially gooey bowls of dip like salsa, ranch, cheese, or my favorite, spinach artichoke. All of this togetherness and shared food unfortunately coincides with the middle of flu season, and with every bite of tasty dip, you run the risk of having been preceded by the infamous double dipper. The double dipper is the person who will re-dip their chip or piece of bread or vegetable stick back into the communal bowl of dip after having bitten into it, thus transferring their saliva and any germs that come with it also back into the bowl. Swapping saliva with a dozen other people at the party who share the same taste and dip as you sure sounds gross, but can enough germs really be transferred via double dipping to cause someone to get sick? What does science have to say about double dipping? Before we dig into the research, this episode is supported by the brand new podcast, Better at Everything. It's a show that will give you the tools to defeat procrastination and achieve more in your life. If you spend a lot of time procrastinating, it can leave you feeling unfulfilled, unmotivated, and even down on yourself. But with better self-discipline and self-motivation techniques, you can defeat procrastination and live a happier and more purposeful life. It all starts with understanding how your brain is wired. Better at Everything is hosted by time management experts Peter Ludwig and Adela Scheicher, authors of The End of Procrastination. And the research presented in the podcast is based on evidence from more than a 100 scientific studies. Stop procrastinating and start making a difference. Listen to Better at Everything wherever you get your podcasts. That's Better at Everything. Now back to the science of double dipping. The most thorough and often quoted study on double dipping in the laboratory was conducted by researchers at Clemson University and published in 2009 under the very formal sounding title, Effect of Biting Before Dipping, Double Dipping, Chips on the Bacterial Population of the Dipping Solution, in the Journal of Food Safety. The experiment was done in three parts. 
First, researchers asked participants to repeatedly dip crackers or chips into sterilized water, both before and after biting the chip. They found significantly higher levels of bacteria, that's 1,000 more per milliliter, in the water after double dipping had occurred. Next, the researchers again used sterilized water as a dip, but this time they varied the pH or acidity levels of the water. Again, they found more bacteria in the water dip after a chip had been double dipped. They also found that the more acidic watery dip had lower levels of bacteria both immediately after double dipping took place and two hours later, compared to the other less acidic watery dips. Finally, participants no longer had to eat chips dipped in water, but instead tested salsa, that's all-natural Tostitos chunky hot salsa to be precise, chocolate sauce, or genuine chocolate flavor Hershey's syrup, and cheese, Fritos mild cheddar flavor cheese dip. In these cases, researchers found that double dipping transferred five times more bacteria to the salsa than the other two dips. However, after two hours at room temperature, the bacteria levels in the salsa were back down to levels lower than those in the other dips. The Clemson experiment thus proves that double dipping increases the amount of bacteria in the communal dip bowl. How much bacteria depends on the acidity of the dip and how long the dip sits out at the party, with more acidic dips like salsa being more effective at killing off the bacteria more quickly. So while the results are clear on the transfer of bacteria through double dipping, the question of whether double dipping actually spreads disease still remains. First off, there are plenty of nasty illnesses that you can get at a party that are viral in nature and not bacteria, like, for example, the flu. That's part of what makes it so challenging to get the most effective flu vaccine each season. You're likely to be more at risk from a sneezing or coughing coworker who is clearly already sick than a potential germ transfer via some rich and creamy ranch dressing. Second, we are covered in bacteria pretty much all of the time, so unless you didn't touch a doorknob, shake anyone's hand, or use your phone before you picked up that chip in the first place, it doesn't matter if a double dipper got there first you've already transferred more bacteria to that chip than the dip ever could. The most infamous suspected double dipper may very well be Mary Mallon, more familiarly known as Typhoid Mary. She was an Irish-American chef and also the first person in the U.S. known to be an asymptomatic carrier of typhoid fever. In other words, she could pass on typhoid fever while displaying no symptoms herself. She is suspected of having infected more than 50 people with typhoid fever in the late 1800s and early 1900s via her cooking. It has not been confirmed that she tasted her own dishes, but it is highly likely that she was able to spread typhoid fever in part due to double dipping. Mary was known for her lack of cooperation, including using aliases and refusing to admit her possible role in the infections. She ultimately spent almost three decades of her life in forced isolation. And now we use the term typhoid Mary colloquially to mean anyone who unwittingly passes on diseases. So while you may want to avoid that shared dip if you suspect double dipping has occurred, your best protection against the flu is getting your flu shot. 
And if you're the one who is sick or may have been exposed to a sick person recently, don't be the typhoid Mary of your holiday party and stick to single dipping that chip. Until next time, this is Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at QDT Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.